The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Neal Clinic Chiropractor. The intro said, my name is Dr. Ben McMillan, and I am a chiropractor, as well as the owner of the Neal Clinic, and I'm always excited to be up here in the studio. Thanks again. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Jake? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm um, just easing into 2024. It's been a good start so far this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. If you're tuned in and listening this morning, I'm going to be talking a little bit about how chiropractic healthcare can help you. But if you've got questions that you want me to talk about or that you've always wanted to ask your chiropractor but just never had the opportunity or were a little nervous, I want you to send those questions in to us this morning. I'll talk about your questions live on the air. Let's make this show relevant for you. I always love when you guys participate in this show, so send all those in. Jake, what's the phone number they can send those messages into? That's 437-1620, and we'll get them answered here on the air. All right, so this morning, I got a... A pretty big, important topic I want to talk about, something that uh, I don't think I've ever talked about on the show before. I just got back from a conference in Nashville, Tennessee that was, uh, there was, it wasn't just chiropractors, there was physical therapists, there were MDs, DOs, chiropractors, all sorts of medical doctors, and we spent uh, a long weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, learning about how to use one of my favorite therapies that I have at the Neal Clinic. I've talked about them before on the show, the Class 4 Medical Lasers. We were learning how to use those to treat something called peripheral neuropathy. Uh, Jake, have you ever heard of this peripheral neuropathy? Peripheral? No, I've not heard of that. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was it was really fascinating. I'm again, I'm a big research nerd. I love all this stuff. My background is uh, I studied biology in college. That's what my undergraduate degrees in. So I really love when they come out with these new research studies where they, you know, test this stuff over and over and over again on lots of different people to see if it's going to work, how it works, why it works. I love it. I mean, again, that's that's kind of my world. So peripheral neuropathy refers to symptoms that can arise due to this uh, damage done in your peripheral nervous system. Uh, you may not have heard of that, but I bet you've heard of your central nervous system, right? That's mm-hmm. that's pretty common for most of us. We're talking brain and spinal cord for that central nervous system. But in order for our body to operate effectively, we've got nerves that spread out from our spine and they travel into the rest of our body. These are peripheral nerves, right? Away from the central, the peripherals. Uh, and those nerves are responsible for several things. They relay that information from your organs, your skin, your muscles, your joints, they relay information from all those areas back to your central nervous system where it's interpreted, it's all coordinated, and that's how we are able to move our arms, our, what we feel, all sorts of things. Now, there's a few types of these peripheral nerves, right? There's a sensory one, there's a motor uh, branch, and there's an autonomic branch. And, you know, the first two, you can probably guess what they do, right? Uh, The sensory branch, guess what? That's what allows you to feel sensations, pain, temperature, that sort of stuff. 
motor nerves. Again, no real secret behind that. That's what allows us to control our muscular movements. Now, the autonomic nerves, they regulate things that we don't consciously control. Blood pressure, uh, digestion. Thankfully, you know, I've got enough to focus on every day. I'm very happy that my autonomic nervous system handles all that stuff because if I have to think about exactly what to do with food after I ate it, uh, you know, that'd just be one more thing to add to my list every day. And depending on what you eat, sometimes you can't help but think about how your digest. Uh, that's true. That <laughs> Some of that stuff is uh, better uh, than others. Yeah, but I digest. <laughs> there you go. I like it. So there's several things that can actually damage this these peripheral nerves. And specifically, we see this uh, peripheral neuropathy that I'm going to be talking about. We see this a lot in the arms and hands and then uh, even more in your legs and feet. There's things like a vitamin B12 deficiency can cause this. Trauma, where if you've had a pretty big uh, injury to your leg, maybe you broke your leg or uh, had a, you know, God forbid, it, it was run over or crushed or something, that can cause this. Um, chemotherapy for cancer treatments is a big one. Uh, there's some autoimmune conditions that can cause peripheral neuropathy, things like uh, severe cases of rheumatoid arthritis or lupus. But the most common cause of this peripheral neuropathy, diabetes. You ever heard of a diabetic peripheral? Never come across your... No. That's good. I I know there's all kinds of problems when when diabetes is introduced. Yeah, I feel like growing up, I I always heard diabetes, but I never really associated it with these, you know, as it being a really bad condition for you. And the more we learn about it, diabetes is really, really does, wreaks havoc on our body. Our body is not meant to have that high of blood sugar levels on a consistent basis. So what happens to, let's, let's talk about this diabetic neuropathy for just a second. What happens to diabetics who they, they have a problem maintaining healthy levels of blood sugar, right? That's what diabetes, especially type 2, is. And these high blood glucose levels, they actually damage the walls of these really, really small blood vessels. They're called capillaries. And when you damage the capillaries that supply your nerve cells with these nutrients and oxygen, that injures and damages the nerves. They don't function the way they should. And it can cause some really unusual sensations in your legs and, and pretty often in your feet. And it's not just this capillary damage that causes this. That's one part of it. But actual high blood glucose levels themselves are toxic to nerve cells because it really disrupts their ability to transmit nerve signals. So that's one, one thing that, that diabetics are pretty prone to having this because Number one, it's the high blood glucose levels are actually damaging the nerves. And on top of that, we're also damaging those really small blood vessels that are meant to supply the nerves and keep them healthy with those nutrients, with oxygen, that sort of thing. So what does this feel like? What is peripheral neuropathy? You know, if if you've heard that word or if you think you have it or if somebody's actually diagnosed you with it, what, uh, what does this exactly feel like? Patients that have this and it affects the the sensory nerves most often, they report like a loss of sensation in their hands or their feet. It can feel like maybe it's tingling or a burning sensation. If it's the motor neurons that are affected, though, it can feel like it's weakness. But most often, again, it's those sensory nerves that are affected. So that's what we really see is people that have this, they have that, uh, you know, I I can't feel my feet as well. It's a, a numb, it's a tingling sensation. That's that's where we typically see with these peripheral neuropathy patients. Mm. 
If you have questions this morning, go ahead and let us know. 437-1620, call or text. Uh, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. Ben McMillan in the studio from Neil Chiropractic. Um, yeah, diabetes. I know uh, my dad has diabetes, and you know he just really has to be careful. Not just that, like you said, not just glucose levels. Uh, it's it's a whole body experience. You know, you have to really watch your health uh, yeah. at that point. So, and if you're not somebody that's had this, it may not sound like a big deal, right? So what? Your foot's numb, it's tingling, big deal, right? We we could probably again, it doesn't sound that bad. Well, let me tell you a few things about what we see with these people falling. Uh, you know, just like Jake, your dad, if he was to fall again, he's probably older now, right? It mm -hmm. takes a lot longer to recover. Those falls can be a lot more traumatic than when you're, you know, 18 and you fall, you know, you just bounce right off the ground mm -hmm. when you're 68 and you fall, it's a different experience. Right. And those patients that have this neuropathy, when they can't feel their feet, they fall a lot more frequently. And that can be a pretty big deal when they go out to drive and you can't really feel whether your foot's on that gas or the brake pedal and they just sort of know where their feet are they kind of guess and they respond to how the car is moving when they press one gently versus the other you know that can get you by when the streets are pretty empty but if you get in one of those difficult situations where you have to make quick decisions in the in the car and you got to either speed up or slow down abruptly to avoid a collision it can be pretty hard if you can't feel your feet on those pedals another big problem that we see with peripheral neuropathy is especially in the feet, is the treatment of untreated wounds or sores. Like if you get a blister on your foot, you and I would probably feel it, right? We don't have this numbness in our feet. But if you can't feel your feet and you don't know that you have that blister on there, you might not know that it's getting worse and worse. And when these things go untreated, they can get pretty gnarly. And unfortunately, people with diabetes, they already have a slower healing time, right? It takes them a lot longer to heal because their circulatory system is all gummed up with this uh, high level of glucose in their blood. So it's going to take them longer to heal anyway than the average person. But now they've got this sore on their foot that they don't even know is there. So they're not really even doing anything to help treat it. And that's, uh, they gave us another statistic that I was really shocked about. The, the leading cause of non-traumatic amputations, diabetic neuropathy. I mean, if you didn't, yeah. you know, have some sort of a traumatic injury where they have to amputate, where they take a limb off. Uh, if you haven't had one of those, the next leading cause to have that is this diabetic neuropathy. Mm. Now, I know I talked a lot about what this is, and if you've been uh, tuned in and wondering, all right, diabetic uh, neuropathy, peripheral neuropathy, I thought this was a chiropractor talking about this, Dr. McMillan. What are you, you going to do to help with this stuff? Now, I want to say that and start out by saying this, I'm not treating your diabetes. That's not in my scope of practice. Diabetes, again, metabolic disease, you should definitely be under the care of an endocrinologist, your primary care. You got to have some other doctors helping manage this stuff. However, as a chiropractor, what I can do is treat this pain and symptoms of this peripheral neuropathy, like that numbness, like that tingling or the burning sensation that's associated with having peripheral neuropathy. Again, that's why I spent all last weekend and weeks before leading up to that, reading all these research papers they sent us so we could have these table discussions about this and learn how to use that technology and really bring it back to our community. And again, I know I've talked a little bit about those class four lasers when I've been on the show, and it's just a fascinating piece of technology that they find more and more uses for these things. And We've been treating things like disc herniations, um, sciatic pain, whiplash. I've been treating stuff like that for years now 
successfully at my clinic with these lasers. And over the last decade, researchers have been studying the effects of lasers and how something called photobiomodulation really affects our bodies. Now, they find these really remarkable outcomes for a variety of conditions because of how our bodies really respond to specific wavelengths of light. And that big word, it's kind of a mouthful, right? Photobiomodulation. It sounds like it's a spelling bee word, I guess, out there. Is that, you know, is that so, all one word? <laughs> it's a one That's word. Or, yeah. Photobiomodulation. We call it PBM. Is uh, They short, hmm. shorten it down for us. But that's what occurs when light induces this photochemical reaction in biological systems. And we, I mean, most of us kind of know about this. I got a two easy examples, right? When you go out in the sun uh, and you're out there for a little bit longer, your skin turns red, right? That's a chemical reaction from light that we all have kind of experienced, right? Like something like a sunburn. Uh, another big one that's actually a beneficial photobiomodulation example. Have you ever heard that your body makes vitamin D? Mm-hmm. Especially they, in the sunlight. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. What do they tell you to do for your body to make vitamin D? You have to go out in the sun. We all know that. We kind of take that for, oh, yeah, yeah, vitamin D. You got to go get some sunlight. If I Great. stay inside all the time, I'm going to be vitamin D deficient. Mm. It's Unless, unless the, you're drinking milk the whole time you're inside. Uh, they fortify the milk with vitamin D, yeah. But yeah. It, to, to our bodies can make it. Mm. And it's just through what a photobiomodulation reaction, that's a chemical reaction that we use light to do in our bodies. So the laser is doing the same thing. They found these really specific wavelengths of light that will allow us to deliver certain targeted effects to different types of body tissues. And that's what these breakthroughs have been able to do over the last you know, two decades or so, because now our technology is so sophisticated, we can really isolate very specific wavelengths of light at different parameters to treat things with enough power to penetrate to the depth that we need to without too much power to cause damage. And that's where, again, they've been able to really research and study this stuff. Uh, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. We have Ben McMillan in the studio from Neo Chiropractic Clinic. Go ahead and get your questions in before it's too late. Four three seven sixteen twenty. I got a personal question, real quick. What you got, Jay? Um, one of the risk factors for peripheral neuropathy is repetitive motion. Yeah. Um, you know, and certain jobs have you know really repetitive tasks. I've been a drummer my whole life. Yeah. Uh, we talked about on the show a couple uh, shows ago where uh, we figured out I have tennis elbow mm-hmm. uh, from drumming, and uh, I already have numbness and carpal tunnel and things like that. So do I have peripheral neuropathy already starting? You have a uh, a type of neuropathy. I wouldn't necessarily call it peripheral neuropathy. Mm-hmm. This uh, true peripheral neuropathy is typically bilateral. We see it on both sides. Mm. Um, you've got more of a, a nerve impingement, most likely in your elbow. And depending on which fingers go numb or if it's the whole hand, it can be, you know, if you're getting it uh, kind of on the inside of your elbow where that funny bone is and into Mm -hmm. more of the pinky and ring finger, that's an ulnar neuropathy. A lot of people are familiar with the word carpal tunnel syndrome. We typically see that more in the index and thumb, maybe a little bit in the middle finger. Those are, I guess we could classify them as a type of peripheral neuropathy, but not the true diabetic peripheral neuropathy is most often bilateral because these are systemic things that have happened to your body that we see it on both sides. Things like, um, and you know, that's, that's one thing we need to talk about because we can have numbness and tingling in both of our feet or both of our hands that isn't a peripheral neuropathy because of chemotherapy or because of diabetes or because of these uh, vitamin B12 deficiencies. There are conditions that I treat all the time in your spine and your neck 
or in your lower back, disc herniations, uh, something called central canal stenosis, can also cause symptoms like this. And that's why when we uh, at this, that's why I wanted to go to this seminar because there's a pretty extensive history that needs to be taken and some further examination steps that are are not typical for a lot of patients um, that don't have these symptoms to make sure they're a good candidate for these treatments because it is a pretty intensive treatment regimen to really fix this stuff. We do have a question uh, from Dan. Uh, he wants to know if you have any um, uh, tips for, is it Julian Barr? Yeah, that's a, syndrome? a great question. Uh, Julian uh, Barr, should, one should of those he, uh, um, yeah. conditions that's systemic. Uh, we can treat some of those. Uh, Julian Barr, it's a GB syndrome. Again, that's another one of those conditions that has a variety of effects. And that's somebody that I'd want to sit down and talk with, like what treatments have they undergone? What are their current symptoms? And that's why we need to block out a significant amount of time, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to really sit down and talk about what his symptoms are, what treatments he's undergone so far to see if he's a good candidate for some of this stuff. Should he cut sugar? Uh, yeah. Well, and, everybody should. Again, really. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, if you're ever wondering if you should cut sugar, the answer is yes. Mm. Again, in nature, we're not exposed to that much of just these high levels of sugar, of just pure sugar, of this high fructose corn syrup. And it really does wreak havoc on our bodies. You know, uh, what I imagine he's probably had some sort of, uh, if he's listening and asking about this uh, Julian Barr syndrome, and he's got this peripheral neuropathy, you know, they typically prescribe anti-inflammatory medications, some sort of steroid, uh, maybe over-the-counter NSAIDs, things like that. Uh, you know, maybe some sort of pain medication. Um, you know, the Cymbaltas are things that I see a lot of patients that, uh, have these conditions get prescribed, but there's so many side effects with those things and they make you feel funny. And, you know, there's a lot of different things that go wrong when we start treating this stuff with medications. And that's the great thing about these lasers is there's really very little side effects with them. Um, it doesn't hurt to do this laser therapy. It's, it feels like a warm massage. You feel a little bit of warmth from the power of the light that we have to use to penetrate through to the legs and the feet. But that's really all you're going to feel while we're running the laser therapy. It's like Star Trek. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're, the, the lasers are about as exciting as they sound, right? With laser beams. It's, it's pretty neat stuff. Do you foresee photobiomodulation being a cure or at least a very successful treatment for carpal tunnel and things like that in the future? You know, with carpal tunnel, they used to do a ton of these surgeries where they'd cut your wrist. The carpal tunnel is this uh, canal in the, you know, the bottom side of your wrist, I guess, dependent with your palm up. Uh, if you touch your wrist, that's where the carpal tunnel and this nerve, your median nerve goes through. And the surgery essentially just opens that tunnel up to get some of the compression off of that. Well, they did all these surgeries and what they kept finding over and over again is a year later, everybody would have the same symptoms again. And that's most often because the compression on the nerve wasn't just in the wrist. It was probably also up in their neck or maybe their shoulder. And they only addressed one part and it helped a little bit, but they didn't do anything to treat the whole system. You know, you went to a wrist surgeon for that thing and they would have a room full of people lined up to do them. He'd do, you know, 10 or 20 of them all in the, in the morning uh, because they're pretty quick operations. But the, the symptoms kept coming back and coming back. And what they... They now have a term for it. They call it double crush syndrome, where that nerve is being impinged in more than one place. And kind of like if you kink a hose in more than one place, uh, you know, water still gets through, but it's a lot less than if you get all the kinks removed from that hose. That's kind of what they found. And it's not just chiropractors that are really involved in this stuff. Uh, again, 
leading up to this seminar, they sent us ton, probably 15 research papers to read. And, uh, you know, I, I get excited about this, this stuff and they use all sorts of medical doctors, PhDs. One of the cool studies was about a uh, chemotherapy induced peripheral neuropathy. So these are cancer patients that had to have chemotherapy to get rid of their cancer. But again, those, uh, those drugs and medications they put them on are pretty damaging to our body, which is necessary to kill the cancer cells, but it also has pretty bad effects on us. And these are doctors from, uh, who was this? This was uh, a Dr. Peter Argenta from the University of Minneapolis Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology for Women's Health uh, that, did, that led this study. And they also had another doctor, a researcher from uh, the Cornell Medical School out of New York, and they found some, again, they used uh, what many medical studies do. They have this randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled crossover trial, which is like the gold standard for these studies, where they studied uh, patients with the photobiomodulation using laser therapy to reduce those symptoms of neuropathy. Again, I'm, I'm hesitant to use the word cure or uh, we're not necessarily curing it. We're reducing those symptoms pretty dramatically. And again, it really depends on how this happened, like what your medical history is. But what they found was that, again, all of these patients that had that photobiomodulation, and I, I'm reading this off the paper verbatim, it said photobiomodulation patients experienced significant reduction in MTS scores at all time points. And that MTS is a... Uh, a study that they use. It's the modified total neuropathy score where they ask them all these questions. They're all standardized. It's been researched to say these questions at these scores give us a different level of disability from neuropathy. And again, significant reduction in that neuropathy score at all time points. And they measured these people at four weeks, eight weeks, and 16 weeks after starting that treatment. And it wasn't that after 16 weeks they got worse. That was just the study parameters because, again, that's a long time to keep all these people in this study, uh, which is remarkable, right? Among patients with this chemotherapy-induced uh, peripheral neuropathy, photobiomodulation produced significant reduction in neuropathy symptoms. And, again, that's from gynecology and oncology uh, the magazine. That's, they have these uh, medical research journals. That's where this study came from. There wasn't a single chiropractor. There wasn't a physical therapist. These are all MDs and PhDs that do these kind of research studies all the time. And that's why I was so fired up because sometimes we get these things and we're like, ah, I don't really know about this. But again, my biology background pushes me to read research and the most up-to-date literature on this stuff and how it's working and why it's working. And that's why I'm really excited to bring these sorts of treatments to our area. If you're listening this morning and you want me to take a look at your case, whether it's peripheral neuropathy or this Julian Barr syndrome that may have some of these symptoms, give Jamie and Desiree a call at the clinic, 850-479-2700. I'm going to have you guys get your names and numbers over to them, and I'm, I'm going to actually call you guys back so I can ask you a few questions and see if it's something that I think I can help you with with these laser therapy treatments. Because, again, these people uh, have really experience something that's pretty traumatic in their life with these not being able to feel their feet or it can be burning where walking around their house is debilitating. These symptoms are pretty bad. Again, I know it doesn't may not sound like that initially, but if you're anybody that's ever experienced this, you know exactly what I'm talking about, that you don't want to get up and go do things or go to these 
parades and things where you have to walk around a lot. Jake and I were talking about the parade today because you know if you do that, it's gonna, every step you take is going to hurt. And that's just that really lowers that quality of life. And if we can get you back to doing things that you want to do without these medications, with all the side effects, that's why I love being able to offer these sorts of treatments at the Neo Clinic. Jake's giving me that sign that I've run out of time no, again. You're, oh, you got about a minute here. I uh, just want to let everybody know, go to neoclinic.com. And that number, was it 479-2700? Yeah, 850-479-2700. Yes. Uh, owner, Dr. Ben McMillan, Neil Chiropractic Clinic. Thank you so much. Uh, photobiomodulation, lasers. Oh, you uh, stuck the landing with that one, Jake. Oh, I'm very impressed. I'm going to use that word all day. It's I hope just, you do. Yeah, even when I, it's not even warranted, I'm just going to be like, <laughs> hey, look, it feels like photobiomodulation around here uh had so much fun thank you so much i always learn so much and Absolutely. i'm glad you're My out pleasure. Here. i'm glad you do what you do sir thank you very much we'll be right back with some pep talk with jake walker